I would say in about late 1950s, early 1960s, Gego is moving on from a very traditional way of um, depicting subjects such as landscape, figuration, uh, architecture. Her investigation into parallel lines, as she called it, it's essentially rooted in geometry. Basically, the drawings are made through parallel lines, through the repetition of, of lines, but also where figures are drawn through the breaking of these lines. Her work is about mastering the geometry, but also allowing herself to be freed from those constraints of, 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 of geometry. She starts to deal with industrial materials that are available at the time because Venezuela is undergoing this modernization, right? And so she's dealing with aluminum, with bronze, with steel. If we, if we think about one of the earlier sculptures in the show, which is a sphere from 1959, these really heavy uh, tubular lines that she's creating and, 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 and interposing and juxtaposing in, in, a, in, a, in a spherical structure, but at the same time interjecting these planes of lines to create this sort of optical illusion. The space between each of these linear elements become just as important. So it's really this kind of creation of vibrationality that you're able to kind of absorb as you're walking past the work or as you're going around the work. What she really discovers through the parallax effect, through the parallel lines one above each other, is that when you're moving around the sculptures or when you're seeing the drawings, the drawings and the sculptures seem to move. And I think this is a super important aspect of, uh, of her practice, the making metal become alive, the making, scu making sculptures become, become alive. <laughs> 